and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Listen, y'all, this is Alisa Ann Giles Podcast. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I should do radio. I don't know. Do, do you make more money than, do you make as much money as you do on TV and stuff? Okay, so y'all let me know that. <laughs> Get back to me. <laughs> Listen, y'all, it is November 1st, 2023, y'all. You know, I'm going to stop saying quote unquote. You know what? You you know how I feel about the the world clock right now. So it is uh 5:22 p.m. and uh it is Wednesday. It is Wednesday, and I'm I listen. I'm doing the news the net and 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 you segment. It's it's a I haven't done one I think in some time now. I'm going to do my Supergirl thing and peruse the internet and and do some media articles and uh find out what the world is talking about today. Now, uh, in order to, you know, so maybe I got some new followers, you know, maybe, I, I maybe, uh, maybe my, my future hubby is, is listening out there and he's just, he's just tuning in for the first time. You've got some binge listening to do. You've got some uh, binge reading to do. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, with that being said. <laughs> and, yeah, so, let me say this. I, I don't normally do this all the time. But just in case. I'm not going to go over my history. I You have to listen to my podcast. You have to look, you have to look up my articles and, and my, uh, Look up the kind of intelligence I actually possess, okay? Although, you know, sometimes my autism kicks in and, and it kind of, uh, the printer gets jammed as I communicate, but listen, it doesn't make me any less smart. So, uh, you have to look look up on my, uh, my page, LinkedIn, which has my credentials and my articles and you have to, uh, listen to my podcast and, you know, I, I'm very smart. And I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm a cool person, but I, I have more than, uh, more than 25 years experience, 35 years experience, actually corporate. I am autistic and yet I've managed to open up and maintain an international corporation. I have a certificate of authority issued by the New York state to operate worldwide or any continent in any country, honey. And, uh, let me say this, let me say this. I'm most, I am most certainly certified in three different areas with a business management degree as well. So uh, I am well versed in the following industries, medical, law, general corporate, finance, nonprofit, 
inclusive of the entertainment industry, fashion, and cosmetics. Okay, I have literally worked in all of these areas in, in different forms and in different fashions. Um, within my 35-year reign as a corporate professional, as an entertainer, as a media personality, you know, all of the above. So with that being said, you know, and some other stuff too. I'm leaving some stuff out, but then you may not believe me, but I do not lie because I'm holy and I'm a Christian. <laughs> so listen, let me say this. I, I, the first article, okay, so let me say this. This article is, I, I, I'm on my default page uh, for news uh, and media, and uh, I don't see the entire article, and I didn't read the entire uh, the entire article. However, based on the first two paragraphs, this is a stupid article, and the person who made the comment is is not a smart woman. And if this is her mentality and her outlook on work-life balance, she's a mess. She's a mess. And anybody who know her will concur that she's a mess. Anybody who does not live by work-life balance is a mess. Because not only does it induce mental illness, you are out of balance on one end of the spectrum or the other. You cannot be all work and no play. You cannot be all play, no work. And you cannot negate God from either of the two. You cannot negate God from either of the two. It must incorporate all three aspects in order to be a healthy human being. Now, the title of the article is Work-Life Balance is a Lie. Fortune 500 CEO explains why she gave up. That is the subtitle, right? Okay, that is the title. You know, hold on. I, I, first of all, I, let me say this. <laughs> glasses do not make you smart. I don't care. I, okay. Glasses do not make you smart. Honey, I'm, I'm smart with or without my, my glasses on. So this is misinformation. This is poor information for younger generations coming up behind her who are of her color and would like to achieve and be successful and progress in life. This is horrible advice. I now I, I thank God that I can't read the rest of the article. But to say that work-life balance is a lie, you are a mess. You're, if you have children, it's a problem. If you are married, it's a problem. Honey, your relationship with God is a problem because you're imbalanced all over the place. So it first starts with you on the inside because you have no balance. And anything that starts from the inside starts in your head. That's why I said when you are out of balance and you have no work-life balance, it induces, mental, it induces mental illness. It induces mental illness. Depression. Uh, you know, for those who, for instance, depression, for those who suffer from depression, most likely you were imbalanced, not in the mind, not in the brain, because that's a different podcast, but in balance and so that it has, uh, it has, uh, caused you to, uh, 
for instance, let me back up a little because this article has made me upset and whatever she got is catchy because, you know, it's jamming my printer. Hold on. <laughs> let me read the article first. Hold on. These days, the term work-life balance is used to describe an equilibrium between one's personal life and their job. However, famous CEO, okay, I don't know who said that, but however... Famous CEO, the Sunda Duckett, recently told the world that she's completely given up on the idea of work-life balance and instead has a different tactic to ensure she has everything she wants in life. So let me, let me, let me park it here. Thank God it's the end of what I can see. This, this page is a little confusing, thank God, I, with the ads and stuff. I, I, I just want to park it here. You can't get everything in life without abiding by biblical principle. Now, usually black people are church. And for this statement to be made by a black woman, you, you, something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Black culture, you know, at the foundation is church. Anytime you negate God from the formula or the equation of a work-life balance, your life is a mess. You're a mess on the inside. Your relationships are a mess because everything we do and say inclusive of how we decision make and the choices we make are based on biblical principles or around biblical principles. If you negate this from your daily living, your relationships down to your business deals are a mess. Now, I am not familiar with her company. I'm not familiar with what she does and I'm not familiar with her work etiquette, but I can tell you right now it's poor. I know people, I know business, I know the Bible. With that being said, let me tell young people who are listening, this is not the kind of advice you want to take. Okay? It's not. You need work-life balance. You need it. That's why a lot of corporate companies who are bigger than hers, okay, are successful. They incorporate culture days. They incorporate celebratory parties. They incorporate holiday parties. They incorporate uh, cruises uh, for for staff members sometimes. They incorporate picnics and barbecues. They incorporate uh, celebrations of birthdays on a monthly basis. They incorporate pizza Fridays and bagel Mondays. They incorporate these things because people need people need work life balance. Okay, so somebody with this mentality is not a good employer either. She doesn't have life-work balance, so neither do you. And I don't need to know all about her company to say this. Because it's not a core value for her. So therefore, it's not part of her company or whatever she does. You need work-life balance as a core value as a part of a corporation or business. Otherwise, workers get burnt out. Otherwise, people are suffering from mental illness. Otherwise, it's a mess. Otherwise, it's a mess. Now, I prior, now before, a little bit, you know, some time ago, I was going to go somewhere, but, you know, it has left me. So let me conclude with this particular article. I'm not, my podcast is not over. But she needs to find Jesus. And she, she needs to spend a lot of time with God. And she needs to surround herself with, with uh, more successful, uh, intelligent people 
who have corporations bigger than hers because they will tell you, you can't do it without work-life balance. And this is, this is, this, this article, I don't know how many people have seen this. I, I, no, it's a no. She's wrong. She's wrong. She's wrong. And she says in her last line, she has a different tactic to ensure she has everything she wants in life. That alone is a selfish statement because she is forgetting people who are attached to her on a personal and professional level. Maybe that method may be working for you today, but I guarantee you it is a, not a permanent fix. And thus, everybody on a professional and personal level related to you, connected to, is affected in a negative way. Because this situation is bad. It's bad. You have no work-life balance, so you're, if you have children, they're affected. If you have a husband, they're, they're affected or infected. You work all day so you don't come home and spend time with the kids. You work all day so you don't read the Bible. You work all day you don't feel like cooking. You work all day so you don't want to have sex. You understand. She's a CEO so I can't say the other that she plays too much. And no work. So obviously she is a possibility that she works, you know, more than she plays. Maybe she does more than 12 hours a day. That means she's not sleeping properly. It messes with your mental. You need work-life balance. Now, the word, it says prior to her name says she's a famous CEO. I, I don't know who said she's a famous CEO. I, I don't know who said that, but oh, you know. <laughs> but since it said that, I had to say that's, that's a, um, oh, it's a no. I, I've got to correct this. This is wrong. This is wrong. So that's all I will say. This is wrong. Next article. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. This is interesting. Uh, this is I haven't seen this. And I haven't read it. It's my I'm looking at it for the first time. I'm not going to read the article, but I will comment on the uh, title of the article. It is from Insider, and uh, it is from Insider. Let me just stop yelling. It is from Insider. You know, how, I'm sorry. Future hubby, I'm sorry. You know, I get excited. I get excited when people spread misinformation, but I'm calming down. I am calm. <laughs> it is from the insider, uh, and the title of the article, How to Make an Age Gap Relationship Work. Hmm. From a therapist in a marriage with an 18-year difference. Hmm. Well, let me say this. I mean, this, I, I don't, I, 
this is a totally different podcast because it requires some disclosing, expounding, and breaking, breaking stuff down. But let me see if I can do it in an abbreviated version uh, here. Let me, in an abbreviated version of, 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 of what's going on, you know, the thoughts I'm having right now regarding this. When it comes to an age gap in a relationship, the first thing is that, and, and this is for the Christian, okay, this is for the Christian, obviously. Because we live by biblical principles, so therefore this is for the Christian. You cannot be unequally yoked. Okay, you cannot be unmatched or not matching in uh, values or uh, beliefs regarding your faith, um, principles, or in character. You have to be equally yoked. You must match in this area. That's number one. So no matter what age gap you're in, if this is not the case, if you're unequally yoked, it will not work out. I repeat, it will not work out. Because the stronger Christian will either fall into demise and their relationship with God will get weaker. And mostly, most of the time, that is what happens. They end up having sex before marriage. They end up drinking when they normally don't drink. Uh, maybe the... The partner doesn't see anything wrong with, uh, 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 I'm not paying tithes and offering when clearly in the book of Malachi in the Old Testament, it says you're cursed with a curse if you do not pay your tithes and offering because you have robbed God. So some of these things will curse the relationship if in fact you are not equally yoked. So that's first. So no matter what the age gap is, it will not work if you're not equally yoked. Second thing, when it comes to an age gap relationship, you got to match, okay? You've got to match, okay? You've got to match. If you don't match, and this is matching in a different way, let me tell you something. You've got to match. Let me tell you what I mean by that. I'll use me as an example. I am OCD, like clinically OCD. I am very... uh anal when it comes to being clean and my hygiene and my house and down to the pillows on my couch. I tell my son, you got to put the pillows on the couch the way they were. If you move, you know, they got to be in, in if they're, listen, the, it, the pillows got to be in a certain way. The, the curtains on, on the rod in the living room, they, they, the, they have to be spaced a certain way. So I cannot marry somebody who's a slob. Okay. This will not work. It will not work because my sanity has a lot to do with how well I function within the relationship. So it's no, it's not going to work. It's a no. If they're slobs, if they're sloppy, if they're, they have no regard to my OCD, this is disrespectful and it will not work and, and it will frustrate me to no end and I cannot function literally and within the relationship or home, within the relationship or within the home if he is a slob. I am not his mother. He is not eight. And I, I, I don't want to pick up after him every two minutes. It's not fair because I work too. It's just not fair. This would drive me nuts. So it won't work out. That's just a, that's just a small example. You've got to match. Okay. 
Now, the age difference really is not a problem. Okay, it's not a problem. Um, typically, if the uh, male is at least 21 years of age, if the male is a little younger, he still has some maturing to do. He has to learn how to balance a checkbook, take care of a house, take care of a female, a woman, a girlfriend, um, learn the ropes of a, of a relationship. Maybe she has children. Um, learning how to cope within a blended relationship. Should she bring the children and introduce him to her new boyfriend? Uh, um, what else? Uh, you've got to match. Typically, if the, the male, again, is over 21 years of age, it's workable. Especially if God put and orchestrated and coordinated the relationship and this is your soulmate. So that's the second point. That's another point I would like to make. You never date someone because you're lonely and you never date someone because you want to get married and you want a husband or wife. Okay, anybody, you know, can be your husband or wife. Any man could be your husband. Any woman you marry can be your wife. But not everybody can be your soulmate. And that is what you want to ask God for. You want to ask God for a soulmate. Okay, so therefore, in regards to this, age gap will not matter. It will not matter. It will work because God does all things perfectly. How to make an age gap relationship work? When God does it, he does all things well. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows uh, your spouse better than they know themselves. And he knows all things. And when he coordinates and you allow him to choose your uh, soulmate, it will work regardless of age. Um, how to make an age gap relationship work. And with this relationship, it was an 18 year difference. So again, if you, if you adhere to some of the uh, advice or disclosures that I have just stated uh, within the last few minutes regarding this topic, you'll be okay. Seeking God and checking with him before you execute or initiate a pursuit. Checking with him to make sure whether, even if you're the male or female, making sure this person is your soulmate. Never date just because you're lonely. Never date just because you want to get married. You should always date because you want a soulmate. So therefore, at the end of the day, when you allow God to do it, age doesn't matter at all. Okay, see, because he does all things well. Now, let me speak to the teenagers. Some There are some teenagers who mature faster than their peers. And they think about marriage as early as 15 or 16 years old. So I would like to tell you that it is okay. That, that is a beautiful inclination that uh, you're supposed to be married. And that you will get married. And that God has somebody for you. So just adhere to some of the advice that I have given during this podcast and you'll be okay. 
okay? I'm not saying that you shouldn't marry as young as 17 or 18. There are some individuals who are ready and prepared because they have come from homes where they have instituted good, solid core found, uh, values and have a solid foundation of, of God and, and these biblical principles that are required in order to successfully have a marriage work. Uh, so, uh, you know, it can be done. But I would say that uh, allow God to lead you in your decision-making concerning an engagement and concerning the age and that you would get married, okay? And to make sure it is your soulmate. Not just anybody, but your soulmate. And I tell you why. I think about I'm, I, my mind, is, my, my adjustment in age regarding marriage has, has changed because of the times we live in. The world is ending. The world is ending. It's it's ending. And uh, to tell a young person who has a desire to share their, to, who has a desire to give themselves in love and in unity to someone else, and to tell them to wait till they're 25 or 30 is wrong. Especially if you yourself are married and you go to bed with somebody every night and you share a bed with somebody every night and you, they're making you laugh every night and you, they're watching TV with you every night and you're sharing meals with them every night. And here's this young person, they're alone all the time. That's not fair. That's not fair. So for the young person, just seek God and you'll be okay. I think it's okay to marry as young as 17 and 18 years of age. But... It comes with responsibility. But most importantly, your relationship with God has to be intact. Because if you're the man, you're the covering for this family and for this household. So you're the four Ps. You're the penis, the protector, the provider, and the priest in the home. Which means you, you're not only abiding by biblical principles, you're... Uh, you're, you're actually instituting biblical principles in the house as your wife then reinforces it. And if you're the mother, if you're the female and you're the, and, and you're the, the wife, then you are wisdom and love. So you need to be strong in these two areas prior to getting married. If you feel you need more time, then most likely you do. So uh, that is my love for my young people, okay? Sometimes I forget that they are listening, and uh, most oftentimes I do not. I, sometimes I give them shout-outs, but you have to binge listen. You have to binge listen and binge read and um, go to all my podcasting stations, my Facebook page, my LinkedIn page, uh, my blogging page. It is... Let's see, my voice is cracking. Hold on. Let me drink some water. Hold on. It is 26 minutes into my podcast. Almost 27 minutes. So I'm going to end it here. I try and keep my podcast under 30 minutes. Um... I have nothing else to say. I could go into another article, but that would mean tacking on another 15 or so minutes. I'm going to let you beautiful people go. 
it, it, this has been a Lisa Ann Giles podcast. This is Lisa Ann Giles Trinity. And God loves you. I love you. And I hope this was, this was uh, most informative and enlightening. Okay? And, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Later, y'all. If I can find my cursor. I have a cheap I have a cheap mouse for my computer and I can never okay, there we go. It's like okay, it's not the wireless one. It's it's got the wires. I didn't pay a couple of dollars. Okay. I, okay. <laughs>